Hello, and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and today we're going to talk about a special beer um, and uh, I guess some exciting news that uh, Smoketown has with their rebranding and uh, everything that's going on there. Um, we may be joined by head brewer Greg Nichols. Who knows? He's having some technological problems right now. But definitely joining <laughs> in is Jake Blackman, the director of operations. And then from Choice Gateway Partners, um, who Gatewood. they Gatewood? Sorry, um, I, I like I, I wanted to like wave to you to move your head since the signs behind you. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I like I wrote, I wrote down everyone's names and titles, but not the name. You could always see that much. So they teamed up with um, Smoketown to create a beer to fundraise for an annual fundraising. Um, event that happens every year in Frederick called is it just it's just unity now because there was a, a name change at some point right so it's for the unity campaign that's a part of the United Way yeah. so you may have heard about the United Way but the unity campaign is something different where it goes uh, funds are dispersed through 30 nonprofits local to Frederick County so that was Erica Weigman the uh, Wigman, yeah. Wigman. <laughs> all right i'm on i'm on a roll today <laughs> Erica Wigman, executive assistant for choice gateway, gateway partner <laughs> <laughs> i should probably take just a quit deep breath. take a deep breath it's greg he's got me all flustered i miss him right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're also joined by kara ridley Say your name. <laughs> Go around the room, say your name, and say yeah. one fun fact about yourself. Right. Yeah. I, I said Carrie. it perfectly beforehand. You did. You had it. It's Carrie Ridgely. <laughs> and she's the operations manager. I can handle those words. Okay. So, um,. I should probably just ask a question. It'll take a long time to answer so that I don't have to talk for a while and for the best for everyone. Um, who wants to tell the story of how this beer came about? Um, I will. So we had originally worked with uh, Jake and everyone at Smoketown for an event that we did last year or earlier in the year. Um, and then I came on to Choice Gatewood and Partners uh, recently, and I come from the beer background. And so what I loved the most about Choice Gatewood and Partners was they were always involved in the community of Frederick and always trying to give back. So I thought, what better way to raise money for their mission um, than with a beer? Everyone loves beer. And uh, craft beer is near and dear to my heart. So I thought that would be a good way. So then we, of course, teamed up with the awesome people at Smoketown um, to develop this beer. And Greg and Jake have just been awesome in developing this, what it looks like. Their graphic designer um, did the whole all the can art. So it's just been a really good collaboration to bring our community get together, especially during this time. And thankfully, Greg is better at um, beer than he is at technology. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, uh, exactly. Yes. And thankfully, <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, it's bad. I'm better at technology than I am at speaking today, apparently. <laughs> hey, there he is. Are you going to stay with is. us, Greg? I, it's really broken up. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're there now, though, kind of. Yes. Yeah, you. you seem good. Oh, he can't hear us. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, hold up signs. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has gone so far no, off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's a record for me. We're only like four minutes in. <laughs> um, so Jake, do you want to talk about um the actual beer itself, like what what it is, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, when we were uh, 
originally meeting with the team to, to kind of figure out, uh, you know, something cool and unique uh, that we could do. Uh, you know, that was the first hurdle was trying to figure out what kind of uh, style of beer we wanted to do. We wanted to do something that was unique enough uh, that, uh, you know, you can't get anywhere else, uh, but would still appeal to a lot of people because we didn't want to make it, you know, super unaccessible, a very scary craft beer that, you know, only craft beer drinkers would like. Uh, so we tried to find a really nice middle ground. Uh, and so what we came up with, uh, which is our sum it up spiced, spiced pale ale right here. Uh, so we added uh, cinnamon, brown sugar, and honey to that uh, for a little bit of that holiday flavor. Um, but it's not too overly hopped. Um, so it's pretty approachable whether you are into craft beer uh, or just into delicious flavors like cinnamon, honey, and brown sugar. You can't, can't go wrong. That actually sounds delicious. When you, when I first read it, it's just spiced. It kind of worried me because I thought it was going to be like right. all the spices mm-hmm. I hate that people put in beers, but those all sound delicious. Yes. The idea was, again, to be approachable, uh, you know, reminiscent of Christmas, but without being like over overly spicy. We want anyone to try it to be like, oh, this is delicious. Uh, you don't have to like darker or spice beers to, to enjoy it. So, yeah, we wanted to make it so you could drink a few of them, you know, so it's, mm-hmm. it's really sessionable beer to be able to drink multiple in one sitting. Um, and that was our goal with um, the beer coming in at 6.3%. Um, and so it's, is it two, it's $2 from every four pack? Is it- yep. So we're actually having a little in-house competition. Um, so $1 of every four pack will go back to the unity campaign. We've developed with our team. If you use our, uh, individual promo codes, then whatever charity that they've chosen will win another dollar of every, every four pack. So for oh, example, cool. I'm working with SOAR, which is supporting older adults through resources. Carrie, um, she's working with platoon 22, and so we're all working to try and raise the most money for our individual charity um, in-house. So technically $2 of every four pack is going to be going back to a nonprofit. Can you hear us now, Greg? I can. And we can hear you. Wait. I have my IT guy work on it. So. <laughs> your son, I'm assuming. Yeah, he's eight years old. So. I was just getting ready to ask how old your kid is. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. Um, yes. Well, we're just wrapping things up. Uh, we're about All to say. Right. <laughs> Great. Um, so I'm not 100. We'll just say December 15th, which may be in the future, may be in the past from when this has been released, is when the beer will be available. Um, it and I, it will still be it'll be available on Beer Me um, even after pre-orders are over. Right, Jake? Yeah. Yep. It'll be available uh, basically until supplies run out. Um, you know, we're going to basically run it for probably another week or so uh, after that uh, until we run out of four packs to sell. Is it um, on draft also? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we do have uh, a couple kegs. Um, they are, that's going to be a little bit more limited because we put most of it in cans. Uh, but that's part of that that uh, Tuesday release date. So we'll be releasing that keg on Tuesday, tapping it, uh, and then we'll have that available until we run out of that keg. Um, and then we will also, in this very soon future, um, uh, Tom Seymour from Surf House is also going to be purchasing a keg. Uh, so you can also uh, get that on tap over there starting next week as well. Um, what's co- it's, this is actually the, I mean, it's probably not just the second thing, but the second big thing that, um, Troy Skatewood, yes, nailed it. Um, cool thing that they've done this year that also had a charity event. If anyone in Frederick saw the big, huge, uh, screen at the Frederick fairgrounds, they were uh, instrumental in that happening. If I understand correctly. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's what's important um, about the name, Sum It Up. 
Um, that was to sum up the year, you know, the 2020 um, and all the things that we were able to do for the community. Uh, you brought up the movie nights, um, the collaboration we had with Smoketown earlier this year. We did an outdoor event. Uh, we had a couple of Facebook live events where we gave away thousands and thousands of dollars in gift cards to uh, downtown Frederick small businesses. Um, you know, this was kind of our, our year of really giving back and, and helping the community uh, through all the things that were happening um, to affect everyone. So that was, you know, if you see the pictures, you'll see some uh, you'll see some fishing going on there. You'll see, of course, you know, houses because that's what we do. We help people buy and sell their homes. Um, you'll see the TGP movie nights, um, it, just a lot of different things that we did uh, this year as a team. And this was our way of summing it up and, and really kind of closing out the year uh, for the community um, and, and for us as, as a team. So, um, yeah, and that's actually. Right. Uh, that's all, I was just going to say that's also a little Easter egg on the cans, uh, as you can see. It's, it pays a little homage to all the events that, that they did all year uh, all on the background of the, the label of the can. So um, before we take our first uh, sponsor break, do you want Erica or Carrie give a let people know where they can find more out about your organization and possibly buy a house from you? Yeah. So you can find us at troysgatewood.com. Um, and then you can also just go to our Facebook or Instagram pages. We're really active on there. And then to buy the beer, obviously go to Smoketown site. They have tons of, they have delivery options to all of Frederick County, which is really cool. Um, and then you can online pre-order the beer as well. Um, so yeah, we're really excited about next Tuesday. So where do people find the different codes of the team members to... Oh, you have oh. to know. You have to go online and find us. Well, that, so that, our, that's no, our first. <laughs> that's no way to win this. <laughs> right, well, uh, well, Eric and I are going to put in our digs yeah. here because we're here. So it's our name. So for me, um, I'm representing Platoon 22, and you just go in, and my promo code is Carrie K A R E Y, and you put that in there, and it will help uh, help me win and raise funds back to Platoon 22. And if you want to use my promo code, it's one less letter, less work, E-R-I-C-A, <laughs> Erica, for supporting older adults through resources. A uh, true salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> Even trying to save you the trouble. <laughs> right, that letter. <laughs> what can I do for you? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thanks I look so forward much. to trying the beer. And that's awesome initiative. And thank you, um, and Smoketown also for all that you've done for Frederick this year. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks so much, Chris. All right. And when we get back, we'll, um, we'll continue on with Greg and Jake and we can talk about all the exciting things that are going on at Smoketown. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations, and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. Uncapped is brought to you with support from McClintock Distilling, Maryland's first and only organic certified distillery. They are well known for their award-winning gin and are rapidly growing a name for themselves for their matchstick bourbon and bootjack rye whiskey that have both won double gold at international spirits competitions. 
You can visit them in historic downtown Frederick along Carroll Creek for tours and tastings. Go to McClintockDistilling.com for more information. All right, so <laughs> um, you guys kind of snuck something out on everyone this past week. Well, I guess it was it last week or this week? I can't remember. I threw my back was, out this yeah, week. Last, and I, last weekend. Yeah, it's, I spent, it's all a blur. I spent it's this all, entire week in bed on muscle relaxers with a bad back so i can't remember a thing (laughs) um so it was last week you sprung on like a whole new branding campaign you want to what what was the um motivation for doing that yeah so uh that's something that we've had uh you know kind of in the back of our minds for a while now uh you know we came out with uh our logo you know, almost five years ago now. Uh, obviously, we've grown a lot in those five years. Uh, we wanted something that was a little bit simpler, uh, but still really unique. So that you saw it, the first thing you thought was Smoketown. Um, obviously, with opening Creekside here, uh, we tried to highlight our our famous diamond. Uh, not everybody knows this, but the the diamond, actually the one that's that is right here behind me. Uh, that's actually a, a little uh, bit of history um, for the original building in Brunswick. Uh, upstairs in the event space there, uh, they had a bunch of diamonds over the stage cut out in the wood there. Um, and we actually use a lot of that wood and those diamonds other places, including both of both both breweries. Uh, so so how, how, when we came out with the Creekside. How is it that of all the times I've talked to you and your dad and interviewed you, that's never been brought up before? It's yeah, well, you know what? They're, we're lucky because there's 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 so much history and crazy stuff about that building that yeah. you know five years later there's still new nuggets of information coming <laughs> out. Um, but yeah, so we took we took that diamond. We knew that that red diamond, uh, like we have plastered all over Creekside, uh, it was special to us. But we wanted to make it a little bit more unique, a little bit more brandable. Uh, something that you wouldn't see anywhere else, uh, and that's where we, we landed on our, our other logo, our final logo. So is it like Smoketown overarching off of both both locations, and then kind of like like how other half does it, where it's just like other half DC, other half. So it's Smoketown, right. Creekside, Smoketown. Is it so? Is that is it still a brewing station or? Is- yeah, so um, that part is kind of unique because we were the first uh, class class five brewery to have two locations in Maryland, uh, and you know, as I'm sure you know, uh, you're not allowed to have two different locations of the same brewery technically. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're technically two different companies, uh, but we wanted something uh, a, a brand language that would overarch. And then, so we still have Smoketown Brewing Station is unique to the fire station in in Brunswick. That's our Brunswick location. And Smoketown Creekside still exists as our our uh, our location here in Frederick on the on the side of the creek. Uh, but we wanted something Smoketown beer overarching. So no matter where you're drinking it, you know you know it's coming from from us. And have have you always had the tagline um, blue collar, collar beer? And I missed it, or is that new to the to the rebranding no it's it's a uh, blue collar craft we, we kind of developed that with the, the new logo um, we're very much a blue collar brewery we're built from the ground up um you know you, you kind of get dealt the hand you have and you play the cards that you have or whatever much like the building jake talked about in brunswick the old firehouse was built by firefighters and because they had to be able to afford to do it so like when we're we're looking at part of the building upstairs with the, the diamond or whatever. Uh, the whole stage area was built from boxcars from the from the railroad station, which is you know right across the street. So it's kind of cool. I would just take things, put them together. Uh, you can see that in our beer. You can definitely see it in the music selections that we have and, and the bands that we have come through our, our building. So it's kind of felt yeah, like that's it was a right fit for us. Right, and that's that's actually why we landed on on blue. Blue collar, oh, <laughs> blue collar craft specifically, uh, instead of blue collar craft beer or blue collar beer, uh, because you know it's more than just the beer for us. We have it's blue collar craft beer. We, we like to call it blue collar craft music. You know, basically, it, it, it kind of uh, uh, is, is everything we do. It boils down to that. 
Yeah, the last time I talked, I can't remember. Was it you and David, or was it Greg and I can't remember who? Yeah, it was. It was you and your dad. Um, yeah, we were talking so, yeah. about all the um, bands that you were getting in, and it was. Um, then I guess that all went to hell. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pretty quickly. Uh, but you were able to start doing that again, weren't you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, luckily, they they did undo the music stuff so we've slowly brought it back again you know uh it it's kind of hard to uh to tell people especially music lovers hey you have to you can't really dance you have to dance at your table so we haven't um we haven't really brought back music in full like we did uh uh, pre-covid but obviously that is a huge part of of what we do and what we love to, to do so that will definitely be back as soon as it's safe to do so and so you um you redid all of your labels too. It looks like. Yeah. Uh, who um who's the artist that that did did all the rebranding? Craig, do you want to talk about Mark? Uh, yeah, huh? sure. Okay, uh, Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. Okay. Uh, it's Mark. Mark Kubat. Uh, he's he does all of our uh. He did our new logo. He does all. He did all of our original logos, or I mean, uh, uh, um, sorry, labels from the very beginning. Um, and so he's a graphic artist that we trust a lot. Uh, he knows our story. He knows us personally. Uh, you know, he's from Brunswick, uh, so he really gets the uh, the aesthetic that we're trying to go for, our, our brand image. So uh, he's been great through all of this. You're not changing the rye can, are you? No. No, no. Okay. So most of, you, most you'll of slowly the, see little things change in each can until, you know, until we get to what we exactly want. But no, that that's one that'll probably stay. Okay, good. Because yeah. I like that for can. The, <laughs> for, the, for the most part, most of the the cans, you know, in the near future, are really just going to get the new logo, but they're going to be, you know, the same the same can on the shelf, so you can recognize okay. it as the, the beer that you love to drink. Yeah, our idea with the whole labeling is that our 12-ounce cans are, are really our family of cans. Uh, there are traditional beers that we sell every day in cans. And then so all those labels will basically look the same. And then anything in a 16-ounce can will be uh, totally off the wall, really no rhyme or reason why we point that way or whatever. It's just different for us. So. Have, um, have you been able to get 12-ounce cans, or are you running low on those? <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we've, we've pretty much been in the same spot as, as everybody else. Uh, you know, there's a global can shortage, so it's been tough. Uh, but we've been able to find enough here and there, uh, to make it going, but it's definitely, uh, put a, put a toll on our supply chain for sure. We're not the only ones. Yeah. That's a, what well, seems to vary. Some people, um, seem like they were able to just stock up like crazy and and a lot of it you know it's so dependent on one do you have the space do you have the capital to outlay at that time to get a ton were you lucky enough to be in contact with the supplier that happened to have some available to all the way down to like people saying that they think they're gonna have to start switching their SKUs to be 16 ounce cans instead of the 12 ounce that they'd been offering yeah no uh you know that we're, we're, we're not uh, immune to that either. We're definitely been uh, rolling with the punches ever since that, that started. But uh, so far, I've been able to figure it out, uh, uh, you know, much like other breweries. I think the brewing industry is pretty tough or pretty adaptable. So we always figure stuff out. And, you know, if the worst case scenario is you have to uh, put more beer in cans, I don't yeah. think people will be too mad about that. Let's take um, a quick sponsor break, and um, I guess there's still there's some more exciting stuff going on at Smoketown that we can talk about, so we'll, we'll get into a few more things, and we will be right back. There are many reasons why I've chosen District East for where I purchase beer. I love the flexibility of being able to make a custom six-pack or take home a crowler from one of the eight beers on tap. The friendly and knowledgeable staff do an amazing job at keeping a diverse selection on hand. You can even purchase artwork from the monthly featured artist. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. You can find today's beer lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. 
To all you craft breweries, wineries, and distilleries out there, listen up. Atlantic Custom Solutions is the real deal in providing you branded growlers, ceramics, glassware, and accessories like koozies, coasters, and keychains. Their high-definition digital printing, organic ink, and low-fire process ensures your brand is printed in ultra-high definition, giving you a one-up on the competition. We've used Atlantic Custom Solutions for uncapped branded glassware and couldn't be happier with it. Check them out. Visit www.brandmybeverage.com or give them a call at 434-286-4500 to learn more about how they can help you brand your business. Vanish is a brewery and entertainment complex located on a 62-acre hops and apple farm in Luckett's, Virginia, just 20 minutes from Frederick, Maryland and Leesburg, Virginia. With over 20 beers on tap, a selection of wines and ciders, along with multiple food options, there is something for everyone. Vanish has live music on Saturdays and Sundays and a wide variety of special events. Go to VanishBeer.com for information on everything they have to offer. So I guess one thing, you had um, you mentioned the event space that is probably both something you guys love and then just a thorn in your side with the... the the escapade of trying to make that happen um has any progress been made throughout all this or has it kind of been put on hold because it really wouldn't be able to be utilized at this point right well so originally it was put on hold just because of you know red tape uh, all the roadblocks that we were hitting yeah exactly but uh we were really lucky uh and fortunate to get a grant from the state that was basically created for uh, older buildings with historical value, uh, with, with an emphasis on like quieter downtowns that have, you know, less, uh, traffic and stuff. So that basically seemed like that grant was, was built for us in, in that building there. Uh, so we were really lucky we got that, uh, which is what made the, uh, the sprinkler, uh, addition happen. Uh, that was the big latest roadblock that we were, we were waiting on. Um, but now that we have that, the sprinklers are actually being finished up uh, installation there. Uh, so now the, the next biggest uh, step for that is is to change out the water line there in Brunswick. Uh, but like you said, you know, it's kind of, it's a double-edged sword because it's nice that we're finally getting movement. At the same time, you know, there's no real rush to yeah. get that project done in, in the next <laughs> few months because of, of situation and there's no real end on the horizon as to when we'll have large scale events like that again. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's nice. It's nice that we're approaching the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to patients upstairs. It's good that it's moving forward and not that you had just finished it in like March and then like, Oh, that, that would have definitely been pretty cool that we have all this space. (laughs) Right. It was kind of a silent blessing that at least, um, you know, at least we got we have had some extra time without really stressing about um, not being able to open. Yeah, has the plans for that changed at all, or is it still pretty much like kind of along the original idea? Yeah, yeah, uh, still a, still the same idea mostly. So uh, uh, we want to bring back big, 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 bigger music acts. You know, it'll be you know over eight thousand square foot uh, space there. So there's uh, plenty of space for folks. Uh, you know, private events, weddings. Uh, you know, my dad always talks about doing some, some crazy stuff like Brunswick's first dog show. It used to be a, the roller derby upstairs. So he wants to, to bring back roller derby matches and stuff. But really the idea is no matter what the event is, something exciting going on in Brunswick. And you froze up there for a little bit, but I think you were trying to say that there will always be something exciting for Brunswick going on. Yes. Yeah. If that's where I cut out, that's that's basically it. (laughs) Um, So another thing I understand that happened, um, you guys brought on an additional brewer. Yeah, we we got an assistant brewer and a Sullivan now. Okay. Our Sullivan runs the canning line as well, so um, works out well for us, and it took a lot of work off my back. So. Yeah, it's uh, um my my first thought was like man greg's probably really leaving out a sigh of relief <laughs> yeah because you're still like when you added the second place it's not like you shifted production right you were still like doing no, full still- production in both locations right 
Yeah, we're, we're still uh, brewing at both locations, so having someone else helps. Um, but within by the end of the month, by the beginning of the new year, we have uh, new tanks. Come, we're basically doubling our capacity in Frederick. So we'll oh, be able awesome. To, yeah, we'll go up to probably 180 barrels or 140 barrels that we'll be able to produce. At the, at the Creekside location? At, at the Creekside location, yeah. And then that also includes... Uh, we, we got a new brew house for the Brunswick location. So uh, why our Frankenstein system has worked up to this <laughs> point, um, it's nice to have something a little more modern, a little more efficient. Uh, so we're excited about that. So we'll be able to, with, with the speed and the efficiency of this system, we'll be able to turn over beer quicker, uh, at least from the, the brew side. So is... Um... Is Creekside doing all of the brewing for packaged products and is... No, we're still doing it at both locations. Okay. So, yeah, we're, um, we're still able to package at both locations, so we'll continue to do that. It's just wherever we have an empty tank. Um, we're, we're trying to manage it to where uh, we have a designated production facility without it being called a designated production facility. <laughs> And then uh, I, th I think that's the ultimate goal is that we'll have a production facility and then the other facility, whichever one that is, will be more towards test beers and, and like a pilot system or one-offs and things that you'll only be able to get inside uh, the tap, tap rooms. Which brewery um, has the canning line at? Uh, that's actually a mobile canning line. So we, we, we oh, move so you, you move the canning line back and forth? Through. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. It Although is. I guess. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you think so cuz it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't underestimate it. <laughs> That's why I was surprised yeah. to hear when you said that you packaged from both places cuz like yeah. Oh. Now that was that was one of the key things when we were looking for a canning line we wanted something that was mobile so we knew that we wouldn't be moving it back and forth. Um so this one's it's very mobile but it, it's definitely stressful moving it. But it's a lot of money on a, you know, enclosed trailer or a truck or whatever. Yeah. Um, which which canning line did you guys get? It's an ABE. Okay. Yeah. Now we're able to do about 35 cans, 40 cans a minute with it. So the turnaround time is pretty good. So how often are you swapping it in between locations? So what we'll do is we'll try to manage the, uh, the brew schedule to where we're heavy – at one location with canning stuff. And then you'll have the eyeball where you need to move it for two runs or three runs back and okay. forth. But uh, we try to stay heavy in one location uh, to be able to do that, to, you know, cut down, cut down time. So um, are both you and Todd, um, and so Todd's the assistant brewer, right? That's correct, yeah. Are both you and Todd um, brewing at both locations or? Yeah, we, we bounced back. Okay. Um, in, we both brew at both locations, and that's kind of what we wanted to do from the beginning anyway. So we didn't want a designated person at one location and one at the other. So, uh, is he is he bringing doing recipe development also, or is that still lay on your? He hasn't yet, but he will. Okay. So, because if I remember absolutely. correctly, he's he's been brewing for quite some time, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah. So uh, we thought he was a good fit for us, and so far it's worked out really well. And uh, we're gonna keep trucking along, see what we can do. And um, from what I understand from uh, other breweries that have hired brewers from where he was, uh, they one good thing is they bring a lot of that uh, large scale production experience of being able to refine processes and um, basically things that you just never even think of when you've never worked at that scale 100 percent. yeah and it, that that's been a uh you know I, I as a brewer try to learn something new every day and, and with him there i i do that pretty easily so it, it's definitely helped all of us um, we're able to produce more we're able to uh save more package more uh, you know we're not losing much going down the drain so it's kind of nice yeah i imagine he's probably helped add um a lot of efficiencies and helped your yields per batch with just a doubt. learning from a place that 
that's you know, like you hit your numbers, 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 and yeah. So that's awesome. Like, well, one takes work off your hands, and then yes. uh, makes everything more profitable. Yep, exactly. That was the goal. Win-win. So I'm gonna go out on a limb that, despite COVID, with you talking about all the additions that have been made and expansions that you guys have still been able to do pretty well there and in Brunswick. Yeah. I think you always want to do better no matter what your numbers yeah. are. You always want to do better, but sure. Yeah. We're, we're and, 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 and honestly, uh, really what, what happened with all these, these additions and stuff is kind of when we started 2020, our, our, our huge goal was to increase uh, production and increase our, our sale of uh, packaged goods um, and get farther and farther out into Maryland. Uh, so really when, when COVID hit, uh, it hurt us a lot, especially when it comes to the tap room, but really what it did is it accelerated our already existing plan. Uh, the brew house, uh, the canning line, those are all already in the works yeah. pre COVID. It definitely, it definitely pushed back the timeline a little bit because obviously uh, you know, our, our revenue streams were interrupted and stuff, but really what it did was accelerate an already existing plan and, and just prove to us how important packaged goods are when it comes to selling beer, especially in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. Cause I mean, that, that worked out. Well, it's hard to say it worked out perfectly for you, but in the, <laughs> in the heading into this horrendous um, thing that was thrown at you, it kind of aligned with your goals, like how you had to operate were well within what you planned on doing this year. You just chopped yeah. off a large part of a very profitable revenue stream of taproom sales. Right. Yeah. That, that part that, you know, my dad, the, the one with the checkbook would definitely say it wasn't <laughs> uh, perfect for us, but, um, but definitely, you know, it's a, it's a huge silver lining. Uh, it kind of just forced us to play our hand. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've learned a lot and, uh, we're really excited for 2021 for sure. Well, that's, um, from a bunch of breweries I've talked to that it, the timing worked out really well for them that they were in a place where they were starting to focus on that distribution part of their business and expanding, putting more packaged product into, into stores and, those seem to be the breweries that like really flourish, well, not really flourished, but were able to make the best out of a bad situation because they had already made that goal and that commitment to getting more cans out into the wild. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, you know, and barring the, the global can shortage, which definitely, you know, when you have holes in your supply chain, it definitely hurts. There's nothing you can do a lot of the times. Uh, but besides that, like, you know, like I said, we were very fortunate to have made that that purchase of our canning line before this, uh, because yeah, like you said, it, it definitely put us in a position that we we had another uh, path that we could follow when we realized what was happening with COVID. Yeah, it really. So we, in theory, we really went from canning once every two weeks to now canning twice a week. So. So yay for Greg, more work. <laughs> you don't get to just dump it into a keg anymore. No. <laughs> um, but we're very happy with the canning line for the most part. So we're uh, we're seeing good numbers with it, and our canning runs are, you know, not an all day affair. So it's nice, right? And and that's it's also really nice because we where we are now, December, 2020, we have way more SKUs than we had originally planned in cans. Uh, but it, it turns out to be a really great thing because, uh, you know, now we can offer more and more of our beers, uh, other places other than the tap room. Uh, so, uh, Greg, correct, uh, catch anything I'm missing, but you know, we just came out with our Krampus Habanero stout. That's that one's going to be released in cans very, very soon. Uh, that one's a, a fan favorite. Uh, we just came out with our collaboration with um, it's the Main Cup uh, Coffee Stout. So Main Cup in, in Middletown, uh, they share their coffee beans with us, and, and that's how we make our, our coffee stout. Uh, 
and then our Hope Saison, uh, which is a, a fan favorite from a year or so ago. And then, of course, uh, My Best Girl, which is my new favorite beer that we make. I don't think I've had the chance to try that yet because I've been nowhere. Which one, My Best Girl? Yeah. All right, we'll have to get to it for a back. It sells really quick for us. So we'll, we'll, you know, we'll can 100 cases and it's gone, you know, very quickly. That's what, from what I understand, it's super popular. People love it. Yeah. So have you been, um, have you been using Beer Me a lot? Are you doing a lot of deliveries and sales through there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're again really fortunate for Beer Me and and for the uh, the state's decision to kind of roll back a lot of the arbitrary laws when it comes to you know delivering alcohol and stuff uh, because um, really it was really important for our our tap room staff and our, our servers and stuff because especially when we had to first close down that was kind of our number one uh, problem was we had a bunch of amazing staff that, uh, you know, they're in the service industry that just got closed down. Um, and so Beer Me provided a huge uh, um, help for us between, uh, you know, staffing delivery drivers and getting beer out to people that didn't feel comfortable or safe leaving their house, uh, as well as being able to prepare stuff in-house ready for a curbside pickup and all of that. Um, it's been a huge help for us. Um, Greg, do you have any super crazy beers flopping around in your head that you haven't had the chance to make that you wish you could? Yeah, you'll see. There's six new ones coming out in the spring that I'm pretty excited about. So uh, that, that's for another time. So no, you should just tell that. us now. I, I can't do that. You could. You're choosing no. not to. I choose not to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, there's, there's some old ones that are returning. Uh, so yesterday I brewed, um, it's for my wife, which is the, the milkshake IPA. Which I like that one. That's the one yeah. I drank so several of those the last time I was there for the, we had that Leadership Frederick thing, which yeah. is still going on, even though it's only supposed to be a year long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that one's coming back soon. There's some new ones uh, definitely mixed in there. Uh, but the spring is, I'm pretty excited about that. Are you gonna? Have you started canning that, or are you gonna can that? Uh, it's for my wife. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure we will. Uh, we haven't yet. So. I hear the kids like that kind of beer. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> I haven't. Have you guys done any um, like fruited sours or any of the other super popular hype beer things yet? Because I I haven't noticed any. So we did uh we did the, the collaboration with uh Idiom and Streetcar eighty two and Oh the Wham Bam. Um homemade break. Yeah, the Bam beer. So yeah. Todd Not Wham helping. Bam. Um on that. I can't remember the name of it. I have some here somewhere, I it's think. Like Mac Bam or uh, Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, and we um, we've also finally we've also finally uh, convinced Greg to to roll out a, a few sours as well. Um, so we did we did come out with with more sours than we probably ever have this summer. Um, you know, right now we have our our raspberry rhubarb tart, uh, which is delicious, especially oh. if you're not into super sour beers. It's super refreshing. Uh, you know, we had our midway main strawberry lemonade sour kettle sour. Is that strawberry um, one so, draft yeah, only? Those, those are, yeah that one is actually it was draft only and now it's out anyways so oh okay but the uh the raspberry rhubarb tart i, mi- I missed that in, uh, Crowlers, so i yeah, actually honey pineapple as well i had noticed that for some reason smoketown stuff's never sh- wasn't showing up in my feed on either instagram or facebook so i had to set alerts on um because i would have definitely come to get that i love strawberry rhubarb beers <clears throat> like, well, well we actually have uh we have we have a few crawlers left of the of the raspberry rhubarb so you should definitely uh get you one of those as well sounds like i need to make a trip out of the house yep yeah yes, the definitely. um hey. i can't remember who uh it's a wisconsin brewery new glaris the new glaris strawberry rhubarb beer is one of the best beers i've ever had i love that beer 
Have you ever had that? No. That's so good. I haven't. So what other exciting things? Uh, We're open all day today. and uh... You froze up again. Sorry, was I lagging there? Yeah. I was lagging. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, I was just saying, Chris, uh, we're open all all weekend if you want to come by and grab some. I think I'm a high, I got to, what do I have this weekend? Probably one of my, I'm trying to pretend like that, that could possibly be anything to do. I don't have anything this weekend. <laughs> I'm going to do the same exact thing I did last weekend. <laughs> we, uh, we just brewed, uh, we're canning a, a collaboration beer that we did with Streetcar 82 on Monday. So that's a peanut butter cup Baltic Porter. Ooh. Yeah, so we wanted to just throw out some, you know, some dessert beers for Christmas. So did you use actual peanut butter cups, or we did, did... Uh, a couple? Okay, uh, most of it is just actual peanut butter. Did you use the peanut butter powder, or actual like scooping out jars of we Jiffy? Tried the, we, we tried both, so we, we ended up using the powder. Okay. Big batch, but there's a distinct difference between that. Actually, I think probably peanut butter beers are only ever the powder or extract. Yeah, because yeah, I, I can't imagine if you don't. <laughs> um, and there's a distinct yeah, very, taste very difference. Gluten. Yes, the whereas the powder tastes way better. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, we're happy with it. So, what else you got? can't think of anything else um what's coming out in the yeah, spring well, i mean so i would guess i would guess the the only other thing i can think of uh is we do have uh part of part of this event our, our logo unveiling uh last weekend was we have all brand new merch so you can see i'm wearing the new sweatshirt we have a new baseball tee with our new logo uh beanies patches stickers you know the whole shebang uh and then Another part of that event Saturday was to unveil um, our temporary additional space here at Creekside um, because we expanded into Suite 200 next door. Uh, and the whole idea behind that is, um, you know, winter months are coming. It's finally starting to actually feel like winter. It's, it's pretty, pretty cold outside. Uh, we have our tents outside in the patio, but um, we're excited because Suite 200 has uh, you know, some more socially distanced tables, um, as well as, you know, some cornhole, uh, and, and just more space for people to sit out, uh, without being, uh, you know, feeling too claustrophobic or close to people. So, um, uh, that's a new exciting thing that we're doing too. So you said that's only temporary though. Yeah. Well, um, so, you know, we're, we're hoping it, it is more than temporary, okay. but, uh, you know, you, you can't you can't ever uh, count your chickens this year. That's what we've yeah. learned. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll use the word I'll use the word temporary for now. Um, and so, do people go to smoketowncreekside.com? Is that the right place for everything? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, and there's also a link to our our beer me page as well on there. So, uh, if you'd like to, uh, you know, order pickup or delivery. Uh, including for the the summit up uh, pale ale that we did with with Troy Skatewood and partners, that's on our, our beer me store through Creekside. So if you just go to Creekside, uh, SmoketownCreekside.com, you can find all that there. Yeah, that's a <clears throat> the summit up sounds really good, and that was a cool. I get really nice collaboration you guys did. That that was cool. It is, yeah. We're yeah, we're gonna do more of them. That was a. Uh... You know, we'll try to do some seasonal stuff with them. So hopefully in the spring, excuse me, in the spring and summer and next winter, we'll have some more choices available too. So when's there going to be a, a smoke town on capped beer? It's, isn't that already like, overplayed already? Doesn't everyone do it on capped beer? Or Chris <laughs> I mean, a couple people do. Like more than 10. <laughs> That is accurate, but See? I mean it's fine if you don't want if you don't want to let me play brewer with you. That's fine. I don't want you, to. You anyway. can always do that. I can I don't, always use the help. I don't want to anyway. That's fine. <laughs> Anything to get you out of the house. Yeah. I I realized today I haven't left my house since Monday morning to drop my kid off at daycare. Did you pick him up? No, my wife picked her up. So it was literally Monday morning was the last time I left my house. 
I don't I don't even think I've been outside. <clears throat> so I may venture out, see what it's like out there. Yes, do it. It's actually for once it's actually a nice ish day today, so So nothing else exciting going on. Anything you want to debate? Anything you want to talk about? I'm good. I think yeah, I think that's it. You want to discuss how Greg spent a week embarrassing me at the fairgrounds? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you, Chris. Don't ever change the rye IPA can because it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, we won't. Don't worry. And I love that beer. So don't change the beer either. So I made a cake out of it yesterday. I saw that. Yeah, I did because I put the notifications cool. on, so it popped up. I saw it. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, Sage Bakery here in Frederick, uh, they made that special for somebody uh, as a custom cake. So we actually just happened to to see it. They didn't even tag us or anything. We we're like, that's amazing. It was, they did a great job on that. Yeah. So is that some? It's not anyone related to the brewery that it was made for. Just no. someone who no, loves that beer. Yeah. Just a. Just somebody that's that's like you, a huge fan of the ride, and just uh, you know they topped it with an actual empty can yeah. and stuff. That was, awesome. that was so cool that I had never heard of that bakery, but I looked at like once I saw like you guys tagged them, I went and looked like they make some right. amazing looking cakes. Yeah, no, I saw that and I was like, all right, well, I know where I'm gonna get my cake next time. Yeah. That's awesome. You can, that can be the um, have a cake to celebrate post COVID opening party. Yes, event of event based celebration. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, <clears throat> thank you so much for your time. Um, awesome. I, Thanks, Chris. I, I do. I do love the new branding. I think it's great. I love minimalist design, so it, it looks perfect for everything. And it's one of those things that, like, if you lift up a little bit, anyone is watching. Oh, actually, yours is not the logo on the front. It's the tagline. Um, there you go it's it's a logo yeah it's a logo that um looks perfect on merchandise so it like you're supporting a brewery but it doesn't scream brewery so you can uh, it's like a more formal brewery wear right so thank you gentlemen and uh thank you you everyone for watching and listening cheers 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 The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.